0: Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with us with fibromyalgia. And today's guest is Edmund. Edmund is the author of the upcoming book, Ed is Pain-Free, where he shares his story, how he went from deliberating pain to being pain-free. Edmund's journey is unusual that he experienced his pain at the young age of 32. He shares his story of what happened what he believes caused it, and the steps he took to heal himself after years of searching and experimenting. So welcome to the show. Thank
1: you, Amanda. Thanks for having me on today.
0: So you were 32, how old are you now?
1: I'm 37 right now.
0: So what were you doing searching and experimenting? What What were you doing?
1: Uh, well, in terms of the, the pain, right?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, the pain started, let me, let me jump into the story really quickly. So you kind of gave a brief overview. Um, So I'm 37 right now when I was in, you know, the pain started when I was age 32. Um, But, you know, the pain wasn't something that started immediately. It was something that was more gradual. And so just to kind of give you a little bit of a backstory, you know, at, at the age of 30, you know, I was what I thought was perfect health. You know, like I didn't have any body aches. My muscles didn't hurt. Joints didn't hurt you know, I was able to move around. Um, I was thinking very clearly. So, you know, everything, everything in my book sounded okay. And so what happened at the age of 30 was I, I got involved in a business. So I got in, I got into the dry cleaning business at that point in time. And so that's kind of where things started to change a little bit for me. Um, the environment that I got into, it was, it was, to- it was a little bit toxic in, in different right. ways, you know, in terms of maybe the environment was toxic. It was physically, it was a really physically demanding work environment also and just the people involved it was uh, some people would say it wasn't really that healthy you know and some people would say hey it's okay but right. you know in my book you know there's was, there's was some interesting characters involved you know some people there's a little bit of lying there's some manipulation you know there's some gaslighting and you know I'm, I'm sure that's a little bit standard for some work environments um, but for me that was that was something I wasn't used to and so um, for that I just kind of adjusted and what I found was that like you know, I was in that work environment, I didn't really notice anything. But after about two years, I started to notice um, some more physical pains happening in my body. So it was kind of like a gradual thing that happened. Yeah. And so by age 32, I started to notice some things like I started to get um, very weak, you know, so I started to have physical pain. So like my muscles started to hurt. And then my joints started to hurt. So like, the, like my la- my lower body would hurt. So like my, my thighs or like the bottom of my feet, or even my hips, my hips would start to get really tight where it would be hard to move. Like, so it'd be hard to move to the left, like turn my body to the left or turn my body to the right. Or like um, my back was even tight as well. And I struggle with the most basic of movements, You know, just kind of like moving around or even like bending down and trying to pick things up mm-hmm. off the ground. Or even if I was like, um, I'll give you an example, like when I would go out to eat, right, and then I would be sitting down at a restaurant, you know, I'd be sitting down, I had have, have my meal, and then, you know, once I was done, you know, you gotta get up off your seat, right, so that you right. can walk away and leave, but you would think that that's like the most easy motion, but for me, you know, that was a difficult thing, because once I was seated flat, it's like, for some reason, whatever the heck it was, my, my body wasn't allowing me to, to get up. There, there just wasn't any strength in my lower body. And so I, I'm still trying to remember because it was such a, it was a while ago. I'm trying to remember how I got up, but like, it was almost like I had two, I had two different methods. So either I would have to have somebody literally grab my hands and, wow. and like pull me up. So that was one way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, another way that I would do is like, I would almost have like, um, you know, momentum. So it's like, So you kind of like, you know, you rock, you rock backwards and then you rock forward yeah. so that you have the momentum to actually get up. And so that's that's usually what I relied on to to actually get up. And now that I think of it, there's actually a third way that I that I got up. Um, I remember like when I'm, you know, sometimes when you eat, right, there's like those booths, you know, those round booths, right? right? So you have to like get into you have to get seated and then you have to kind of move a little bit to get into the middle of the, the booth area. And so I remember that when I was actually seated in the middle part, in order for me to actually get to the, when I was leaving the restaurant and getting off my seat, I remember like, oh, you know, I have to like move, move to get, you know, get out of the booth area. And so what I would literally do is like, I would like, I would bend over and like my arms would be like, you know, on on the, on the chair and I have to like kind of move little by little until I got to the edge.
0: Yeah.
1: And then from there, I have to like, kind of like push myself up so that I would be able to like be able to stand up. And like back then I was like, you know, this this isn't natural, you know, being in my mid thirties, you know, having to deal with this, you know, like I was saying this, all this stuff didn't happen immediately. It was more gradual and it started at age 32 and it went all the way up until about age 35, 36.
0: That's a while.
1: That's a while. And so it's like, because it was gradual. You know, it's like, it's not something you kind of, like, at least for me, you know, I thought like, you know, I'm just, you know, I find ways to deal with it, you know, you just make a little bit little adjustments throughout the day, where where after a while, it just becomes second nature. And, you know, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But in the back of my head, I knew that, you know, something was kind of wrong, you know, but because it's so gradual, it just didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. And so that's what I did for a few years where, you know, I just kind of cope with it. And I I saw, you know, I did a lot of different things, but, you know, I just kind of cope with it. And so the thing is as time passed, right. The, the pain started to become more and more unbearable, you Mm -hmm. know? So like it got to the point where the, but my back got so stiff, right. That like when I was getting out of bed in the morning time, right the simple action of getting out of bed. Yeah. You know, like taking the covers off, you know, the blankets off and then, you know, getting out of bed. Yeah. Um, For me getting out of bed and then going to alarm clock, like I would set my alarm clock at least like, you know, a few feet away that way. Like if the alarm clock's going off, right. I know I got to get up out of bed and I got to turn it off that way. It like forces me to wake up, you know, because back then I was working, I was working a lot of hours in that work environment and so that whole process of getting out of bed and standing up and walking over to alarm clock and turning it off that process it took it took literally at least like 2 minutes maybe and so and the reason was because i had so much pain in my back and sometimes even my neck right and so i would take off the the blankets right and then from there i remember at one point in time like i had to i had to like keep my like from like my elbows up you know my elbows to yeah. my hands it had to be, it had to be on top of the bed. Right. And then, so I literally lower the lower part of my body where it's touching the ground. And then from there, I was like, I'd be agonizing in pain. Right. And then I'd have to somehow kind of in between like the pain and, you know, the stiffness in the back, I'd have to try and like, kind of push myself up using my arms yeah, combined with like using some of my lower leg power. Right. Just to kind of get me up. And so once that happened, once I was actually able to, to stand up, right, there was the, the motion of actually getting from my bed area to my alarm clock. And that process, it was a little bit, it was a, it was a bit of a process because I remember like my, my joints and my muscles, they just ached so badly that like I was taking baby steps in a sense just to get to my alarm clock. And this is in my 30s and I didn't think that was, that's when I knew that something was wrong because I I was I I felt like I was like a 70 year old like a 70 year old person you know like I was trapped in like a 70 year old body that's what I felt like and that's when I got scared and I knew that something was wrong and it's like that's not normal for somebody in their their early or mid 30s to be experiencing and so that's just on the physical end on like the mental end you know I had I had a lot of like emotional stuff that I was going through so like what I noticed was like my mind like there was like a lot of mind chatter or there was right. like brain fog
0: yeah and, brain fog.
1: yeah and I'm sure that's probably common with uh, fibromyalgia right
0: yeah that's one of the main symptoms
1: right and so like I noticed this at um I noticed this at work especially like my mind was always racing you know it seemed like I was in like fight or flight mode you know it's like I was just kind of like we like my store because we had multiple locations but the store I was in we had so many customers like every month we every month we had like over a hundred new customers coming in on top of the already existing customers that we had and so it was so busy that I got to the point where you know when when customers would be walking up towards the front of the door right I'd be kind of like oh no you know I'd be like I'd be kind of like hoping and praying that like they, they wouldn't be coming because it got so busy right? where there is so much work to do. And even though we had help, there's so much work to do, right? And it just got to a point where I was like, always looking over my shoulder. Like, you know, when is this gonna, you know, it's like, when is this gonna stop? You know, when is yeah. this gonna stop? It's like, why is there so many people coming in? Which you would think, it's a good thing. You know, when you have a business that's, you have an influx of customers coming in as a steady flow day in, day out. That's a good thing. But for some reason, my mindset back then was at the point, it was like a state of panic where just things weren't right. You know, it's like I was stressed out all the time. And it's just like my mind was just going, 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 going. And so that's, that's really the state that, that I was at, at the worst. You know, you got the physical aspect and then you have the mental, the, the emotional and the mental aspect that was going on that was, that was affecting me
0: so you said something about you were so like stressed out and everything so what was was there a breaking point where you had said that you had to change
1: yeah there was a breaking point point. and so the breaking point was you know when the pain when the physical pain was so extreme right, right. i had all the joint pain you know even my neck it was so stiff I couldn't, I couldn't turn it like this and I couldn't turn it like that. All I could do was keep it forward. And in order for me to move, I had to shift my entire body just to look, you know? So when it got to that point where my physical pain was, my back was aching, my legs were stiff, my neck was aching, my minds were, my mind was like chattering and going crazy. Um, That was at the worst. And that's when I kind of like, that was the breaking point because along this journey, right, as it was leading up, as it was getting to that point, I was seeing different practitioners. I was seeing chiropractors, I was seeing massage therapists, right? So my chiropractor and massage therapist, I was at one point in time, I was seeing them at least once or twice a week, just to get adjustments or just to kind of like, get the, you know, do deep tissue massages, right, Force massages just to kind of loosen up the muscles. And things like that, that would work. It, It worked for it worked to like ease the pain and ease the tightness. But yeah. the thing is, what I found was that within, usually within a few days, it came back and it was, it went back to the stiffness that it was before. Right. That's at least what I found with the chiropractic and then also the massage therapy. I also did rolfing, which is a form of structural integration to, to restructure the body so that everything's kind of moving properly. So I was doing that as well. I was seeing acupuncturists. Um, I was doing a lot of detoxing. I was, I was changing my diet. Um, there's a lot of other things that I did where, that were kind of, to, to the normal person, it might be like, I, I think it's one of those things where, you know, when, at least for me, you know, when when I'm in yeah. pain, you know, I'm, I'm willing to try anything just to relieve the pain. Sounds like me. It sounds like you too, right?
0: Yeah, I did everything.
1: Okay. So I, I guess it's, it might be maybe, for your listeners at least, maybe they're, they've tried a lot, have they tried a lot of things as well? Would you say? Yeah, I
0: okay. think a lot of people try every try things, or they just go to the primary
1: doctor. Right. So that's, that's what I did. Um, I, I didn't go to the primary doctor, but I tried a lot of alternative, um, different, uh, alternative therapies and modalities. And they worked, but they didn't work. And what ended up happening was they were more like temporary results. Yeah. And, and what was happening was, yeah, I was getting temporary results, but like I was also spending a lot of money. You know, I was spending a lot yeah. of money, and I was spending a lot of time seeing all these practitioners.
0: And it's not cheap, the alternative. It's not
1: cheap, no, <laughs> it's not. And so I was doing that for years and years. Um, actually, I spent a couple of years doing that. I'd say a good three to four years, just going, trying out different practitioners, going from one practitioner to another, or I would stick with certain practitioners and then yeah. I would combine them with other practitioners to see if that would work. I was just kind of hoping and praying, you know, please work, please work. <laughs> you know, it's like...
0: Please,
1: God. Yeah, please, God. You know, it's like, please just help me. <laughs> and they would work and then they wouldn't work. And then the breaking point, like you're asking, was, you know, at a certain point in time, I just kind of realized, hey, you know, this isn't working. So it's I'm like I'm, I'm taking a few steps forward, but then I'm taking the, the steps backwards again.
0: Yeah.
1: And so it wasn't until I, um, I started addressing the emotional aspects. Mm-hmm. So that's when when I started addressing the emotional aspects, that's when I started to see positive results. So more positive results than I was actually getting. So when I was addressing the emotional aspects, that's when I found that a lot of the physical things that I was doing. So the different practitioners that I was seeing, yeah, those result the the results from those practitioners, they started to have more of a positive effect right. on my overall well-being it was after I started addressing the emotional aspects. And by emotional aspects, what I mean is like, oh, dealing with like the, um, the anger that I might be having, you know, that I'm experiencing, or maybe the grief, or maybe the fear that I'm having as a result of, you know, just my day-to-day life. You know, maybe it's like, it was like certain um, traumas that I, maybe I was like, that I was bearing from right. maybe in the past year, past few years, or even like 10, 20 years. That's when I started addressing all those things. That's when I started having results. And
0: so how, did, so how did you figure that out?
1: It was, I've always been into, I've always been into like law of attraction stuff, into vibration and consciousness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it, it's, I guess it's one thing to actually read it or listen to it and try and study and study um, it. And it's another thing to actually experience it and try and put it into practice. And even though I kind of knew it mentally, you know, I I knew about all this stuff. It's like, it didn't necessarily register. And so the shift that I made was like, it's almost out of desperation. You know, I found that all the physical stuff that I was doing, wasn't working. That's when I kind of took that leap of faith. I said, Hey, you know, um, my body is hurting. You know, it's hurting in every single way—muscle soreness, muscle tightness, soreness, joint stiffness, right. um, all this pain—and then I had all the mental pain and the the mind chattering and like everything racing at a thousand miles per hour. That's when I said, you know what? Um, you know, I came up. You know, it's like um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, heard of the the book um, Power versus Force. It's no, by David Hawkins. So in that book, he has something called uh, it's like a it's like a chart of consciousness. Mm -hmm. or like a scale of consciousness and so what that is is there's different levels of that scale of consciousness so at that bottom level there's more um it has more of the emotions such as like uh, fear desire anger pride you know courage so those are more like the the lower aspects right and then as you get to like the higher levels it becomes like love joy peace and so what I did, what I proceeded to do was, you know, it's like I I knew that I had a lot of, you know, those lower emotions stuck on me because my work environment was very stressful. You know, I was, I wasn't a very happy person. I had a lot of anger, right? just anger and resentment in me. And I knew that I figured that if I can somehow um, release those emotions or to get rid of them, right, that maybe I can get better. And because all those low emotions, like the anger and the resentment, like I, I had learned that that's, you know, that's trapped emotion. That's trapped energy. Yeah. And if that energy is trapped, right. Then it's almost like the energy is not flowing as well in the body. And so things are kind of at dis-ease. So instead of being at ease, right. The, the body's at dis-ease, hence disease. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I proceeded to do. So I figured, Hey, if I can, I just took a leap of faith. I said, Hey, you know, nothing else is working. If I can release these lower emotions, this stuck energy, yeah, then perhaps my vibration or my consciousness, right, can rise up, rise up to the point where I'm no longer experiencing the fear and the anger or the resentment or the desire, but I can move up to the point where I'm experiencing love or, or more more love or more joy or more peace. And so that's what I proceeded to do it's, it wasn't something that happened overnight, but it was a process. And so what I found was that as I gradually started to release a lot of the fear that I had, a lot of the anger that I had towards the business, a lot of the resentment that I had towards the business or the people that were around me that quote unquote, maybe wronged me or lied to me or, you know, were involved in manipulation. I found that my my circumstances started to change my my inner environment started to change so to give you an example like I used to remember the example I gave where I said that oh you know my mind was always chattering right I was yeah. racing at a thousand yeah. thousand miles per hour right. and then we had so many customers coming in and then I'd always be looking over my shoulder like you know please don't come you know please, uh, please no more you know I, I can I can only handle so much yeah and I was able eventually at one point in time I was able to make the shift to the point where you know when well the, the circumstances that used to stress me out, right, they no longer stress me out. So it was almost like I was, like there was a storm, there. it was like there was a storm going on around me, right, but it was like I was walking through that storm almost like, uh, like a wizard, right, it's like it didn't matter, it was like everything was calm. So even with, like, the, all the customers coming through the front door or, like, the phones ringing or people messaging us online through Yelp or through Google, it's, like, I was still calm. I was relaxed. And, like, as I was helping customers or as the customers were coming in, it was no longer viewing them as, like, oh, you know, it's, like, oh, it's like let's just try and, you know, help them out really quick so they can leave, right? Yeah. It, it changed. My, my, my mentality shifted. My energy shifted. To the point where it's like i was grateful for every single one of them that were coming in at that point and it got to the point where i was able to be centered like calm and centered where when i was talking with them i was actually connecting on a heart-to-heart level based on where they were at you know yeah. where because not everybody's on the same level you know because everybody has their own stressors throughout the day right but it got to the point where like um it got to the point where I made it my, I made it a point to connect to each individual that was walking into the store where I would, whether it's just a simple hello, or just, you know, how's your day or, or or just in the interaction of like pulling up their order or getting their order and giving it to them. Right. Or, or taking their credit card, right. And swiping it or taking the cash transaction and, you know, giving them the change, just simple things like simple things like that. You know, I I made it a point to be present because I, I realized that even though I felt like I was stuck in that work environment at the time, right? Right. And I wasn't very happy. I felt like, oh, you know, my skill set could be better used somewhere else or my time could be better used somewhere else. It's like I I made the shift to, it it didn't matter what I was doing, but what mattered more was how I was doing it. You know, so it didn't matter that I was doing those simple mundane tasks over and over again. What mattered more was how I was doing it, how I was showing up. So like if I was getting somebody's clothes or I was giving them their clothes, I was doing it with a lot of joy, a lot of peace, just a lot of love towards them, just being present. And what I found was that as that happened, um, you know, my interactions were well. I was connecting with all my customers, but also my, my, my circumstances started to change as well, which is a funny thing. Yeah. So my circumstances started to change. And eventually, you know, the work environment was happier. The, the people, the people around me, there was no longer as much, I guess, stress or, or conflict as before. Everything became a lot more peaceful. And then what ended up happening, here's a trippy thing. What ended up happening was eventually um, we were able to sell our business. So we were able to sell our different locations. We found a buyer and we were able to sell it. And then, I was able to get out of that environment, and then I was able to take my break finally, and then I'm transitioning to what I'm doing now. And so it's one of those things where, you know, that combined with my all my physical pain, it went away. You know, the ache, the achiness in my joints and my muscles, yeah, and my mind chatter, that stuff went away. It wasn't immediate, but it went away gradually. And so it, it was just that that's it was it amazed me at that point in time how all that happened.
0: That is amazing. Um, so what are you doing now?
1: Well, right now, um, so what I'm doing is I, I have an upcoming book that's coming out. It's called Ed is Pain-Free. And so in that book, it's pretty much I'm going to be detailing, it's detailing my journey of what happened to me. Right. Kind of like how I explain it right now, but in more detail of how I was in perfect health and then how I got into pain and then all the different things I dealt with, and then all the different modalities that I tried, what worked, what didn't work, and then and then the shift that I made, and then what I, and then I share actually what worked as well, you know, like how I combine different elements to make it actually work. And then in that book, um, I'm also gonna be as I release it later on, I'm waiting to I'm waiting as I have more case studies, right? But I'm gonna be including case studies of different um, coaching clients that i that I've worked with, where it shares their stories as well. And then their successes as well in terms of how their lives were able to change from being in pain to no longer being in pain. And so that's what I'm doing right now. You know, so I'm doing more, uh, I'm just trying to share my story right now. And then I'm trying to work with more, more coaching clients. So I actually have a beta coaching. I've been doing a beta coaching program right now, you know, where I've been working with clients for free, just to, just to test out my model to see if what worked on me, you know, works for other people. And so far from the people that I've been working with, I've been having, you know, I've been having very good results. You know, it's, it's amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. like the results, some of them, they're as quick as like a day, you know, like one or two sessions, you know, others, they take two weeks, three weeks, some they take a little bit longer. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you, you know, I mean,
0: yeah, everybody's a little different. We're all different and we all have different things we're dealing with. And some of us are more stubborn than others.
1: Exactly. And it's like, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm stubborn, you know, it's like, it took, it took me years and years just to like, you know, get better.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, it was, I was going and willing to do anything, <laughs> but, right. um, we'll definitely put the link in the show notes. So I always like to ask this question. So if you had not dealt with the pain that you had gotten at 32, would you have been the same person that you are now?
1: Of course not. No. And I think that's, that's universal for, I would, I would hope that most people feel the same way, yeah. um, but for me, if I could go back, if I could go back in time, you know, to when, you know, before the pain happened, right. Or actually at, you know, at age 30 when I got into that business, that's when the pain started to happen gradually. Yeah. You asked me, Oh yeah. If I could go back in time and do that. if I I would do it again, I would say, yes, I would do it again. And the reason is because the pain, the pain that I experienced, it changed me, you know, it changed my entire, it changed my entire perspective. And like just the stuff, the the stuff that I had to go through, you know, with experiencing the pain, Mm -hmm. just all the, you know, the physical battles and the emotional and also the mental, the mental battles, just to be able to go through that. And get to the other end, and see that oh, you know, it's like I broke through. You know, it's like yeah, it's like if if for your listeners, you know, if any of them are, are are experiencing that, you know, just know that hey, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, like in my instance, like when I became once I once I found the light and I got to end the tunnel, I look back at that entire experience. It changed. It's like I'm I'm a completely different person, and I'm forever grateful for that pain that I experienced because it it changed my perspective on life and it changed my perspective on how I deal with other people and how I see other people, because now I have a lot more compassion and understanding for the people who are also experiencing pain.
0: You know, it doesn't even have to
1: be the same type of pain. It can, you know, it can even be somebody who, you know, might not be able to walk or maybe like they're, they're losing their sight or something like that. It can be even simple things like that. It's like, or just being able to like people who might not, um, have the ability to, I don't know, maybe they're losing their teeth or something like that. And they're not able to like eat all the foods that they used to. It's like, it's just having a lot more compassion now for, for different people who, who who are in different walks of their life right now. And I guess to explain it, like, this is something that, that I learned, um, as time passed was like, um, I don't know if you, you ever look back. So if you ever look back at like events in your life, right? And then you have, obviously, you have the ups and you have the downs and the ups and the downs, right? Right. Like, at least what I found is that, like, usually when you have the peaks and then you have the valleys and the peaks and the valleys, but when things are, like, the darkest, you know, the darkest of dark, you know, and then they're at the bottom, they seem like they're at the bottom. If, if, you, ever look, if you ever look back in history, right, whether you look back at the events in history, or you look back in the events of your life right and you look at the, the times that were like the lowest of lowest it's like do they do they ever just keep going like i'm talking about the lowest of lowest so when they're at the lowest of lowest do they ever keep going lower and lower no so they usually go up at least that's what i found
0: eventually yeah
1: eventually and so that's that's what i would encourage your your listeners to 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 you know just comprehend or you know just to grasp is that when things even if things seem like they're at the lowest and they're in the most pain you know just know that there's always hope there's always light at the end of the tunnel and when when something's at the bottom usually what follows is it'll go back up right and that's what i would encourage you know that's just the message that i would relay to your listeners
0: that's beautiful is there anything else you would like to share
1: um Let's see. (laughs) Well, right now I'm, right now I'm still doing my, my beta coaching program. So if there is anybody who wants to uh, be a part of that, they can always go to my website at www.edispainfree.com. Again, that's www.edispainfree.com. So they can register over there for free um, for that free beta coaching program. Now, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing the, the beta coaching program for where it's free, but I'm doing that right now as I continue to refine my model. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm just, that's really more what I'm interested in doing right now is refining my model, seeing, seeing what the most direct path is to getting better. And obviously, it's going to change for, it's going to be a little bit different for each person, but um, that's what I'm refining right now. And, and I'm just, you know, that's what I'm most interested in at the moment, as I refine the model, and then people just have more and more
0: success stories. Sounds great. We'll put it, I'll put in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story.
1: Thank you, Amanda, for having me. I appreciate it.